y'all. I'm so, so excited to share this guest with you guys today. Nicole, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thanks. Yes, I'm so excited that you're here. And it's a really interesting topic. And I think pretty much every listener is going to be able to take something, if not a lot of things away from. So let's just start off though, by having you shoot us a couple details about you and your business. Okay. So I'm Nicole and I own a business called the yellow bird and we have all natural skincare products. Um, soaps, uh, cream, bug spray, face oil, all that good stuff. Um, that's chemical free. And um, my company is almost three years old. It'll be three years in May. Um, My husband has been working full-time with me now for a year and a half. And we have three little girls that are five, three, and one. Oh, my goodness. That is insane. What what day is your, uh, I guess, business anniversary? I think May 1 is our technical we launch anniversary. Oh, my gosh. Me too. I know. (laughs) The best day. Yeah, it is the best day. May Day. Did you celebrate May Day growing up at all? Uh, no, we were big Cinco de Mayo. My mom's Guatemalan, so obviously. Uh, yes, all the tequila <laughs> and the guac and all the good stuff. Very fun. Yeah. Um, I know because I grew up celebrating May Day, and I'm pretty sure only my city mm-hmm. in the entire world celebrated May Day. So that's really cool. <laughs> um, but anywho, we're not here to talk about May Day. We are here to talk about how to live intentionally and thrive in all the areas of your life. So I am all about intentionality. So this stuff is my freaking jam. Um, So let's kind of start with describing your business before you started implementing these intentional living practices. Okay. So um, when I started my business, my middle daughter at the time was only a couple weeks old and um, the business grew really fast and really well. My husband came home. um, But when he, when he came home, we were actually about, I was very pregnant and about to have our third little girl. Um, And so our family was growing. Um, My oldest was five. So we started homeschooling and our business um, was also growing very, very quickly. Um, and so I was, I'm pretty good about going with the flow and I love to-do lists and I love goal setting, um, which I feel like really saved our cookie a lot, but it was one of those things where, um, I was like, okay, I'll only put out fires, but everything was a fire. And so I felt like I was (laughs) failing, um, from one area to the next. And so um, what's really hard is that this isn't, you know, business, failing in business is one thing. And, you know, we have to eat, we have to pay our mortgage, stuff like that. Yeah. And nothing got too trippy there, but it was more so just my own health um, being just either having a newborn or about to have a newborn and then um, wanting to make sure that I'm able to enjoy my girls and then my marriage. So everything was just kind of on like level 10 all the time. And um, that that's not how it was going to look my life. So we had to switch yeah. something up real quick. <laughs> yeah, for sure. When everything's a fire, that's when you know it's time to make a yes. change for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So kind of what finally drove you to start to really think about living intentionally, like, was there a moment or was it a series of moments? Kind of what, what was like the last straw? So 
when my when my husband was initially going to come home and we were going to do this full time, this is before we even knew about our third little angel coming to join us. And um, we had kind of set up a schedule for co-working, co-parenting, and he would work these days, I work these days, and I was so excited. And then when we found out that she was coming, then she did come, and I'm extremely ill during all of my pregnancies. So, I mean, I'm pretty oh, much like heavily wounded for most of the game. Um, so it, it was me slowly having to embrace the season. It is a season. It will not always be this way where even though I was thinking and excited about growth and leading this company, embracing that this is going to be my role in the company and these are the parameters. Mm. and this is going to be my mom life right now. And these are the parameters. Yeah. And um, it, it took some time and it took me working through different feelings of this isn't fair. This isn't what I signed up for. Why am I succeeding? And like, then, you know, why do I have to give this up? But then instead having the attitude change of like, this is good. This is where I am right, right. now. I'm going to embrace it and enjoy it and move forward. And so it was kind of like, how, how do I do that? And, and use whatever giftings I have in all areas of my life and not be in this place of constant discontent that I don't get to, you know, live the life that I feel like I deserve. And you know what the best part is when you embrace where you are and um, what you're supposed to be doing, it actually is so much better than that really cool schedule I originally put together this is so much better. And um, mm -hmm. that's kind of where all of this is born out of. Yeah, I love that. That's just like a preach moment. Like I have my hand up. Like, <laughs> keep talking. <laughs> it but, took a minute. I tell you what. <laughs> hello. It takes a minute for all of us. So let's go ahead and kind of start walking through the steps that you took to create what that right life looked like as a mom, as a business owner, as a wife, as all these different areas that you had kind of start to walk us through the steps and, and help us understand what you went through so that we can kind of um, start to put these into practice for ourselves. So I kind of had to define my role mm -hmm. and then I could start breaking down what I needed to do for each one. Um, and also, in all honesty, make the hierarchies like push comes to shove, who wins between right. these roles. Um, and so I broke it down into myself, like as a person, and my business, and then as a mother and a wife. Um, yep. So those are the three main areas. And <clears throat> what I found was across the board, there was dead time and underutilized time that could you know, with just the minor tweaks um, be maximized. Um, so for myself, some things that really have helped was creating basically a uniform and embracing that. So I did a mini capsule wardrobe. I did not do the crazy thing where you throw Ooh. away most of your clothes because Girl. I can't. Um, <laughs> but like, I did oh. do... I am a super type B personality normally. And so... Mm. Um, you know, I had to find what works. So what totally. I said was for six weeks, I'm going to pull like my favorite leggings, obviously, and like jeans that I feel comfortable in, you know, they don't have to be the perfect thing. And um, a lot of black and gray shirts, and I just put them in the front part of my closet, so that all of a sudden time and, and more so emotional energy, I was wasting 
hating the way I looked or not having anything to wear, whatever. It was like, these are my go-tos, no biggie. That's simple, but it made a huge difference. When I get up in the morning, whatever, whether it's a work morning or, okay, we have these things scheduled, I have something I can just grab. Um, And what I realized was, wow, like people don't really care. So that's really true. So um, (laughs) coming up with a work uh, or a day-to-day uniform, realizing that for work, I really had to change where I was. I can't be home. Um, I can't really still be physically available if at all possible. I needed time to make sure I recharged. That doesn't mean I have a whole day. It might just be an hour, but I need to be intentional about that. And that's with communicating to my husband but also like communicating that to myself that hey Nicole you have an hour to recharge don't waste it scrolling through social media or get sucked into just YouTube videos and if if that's what recharging is and saying okay I'm just gonna be on my phone for an hour but if I really want to read a book or if I really want to watch a show or I love doing projects and crafts like saying okay I have an hour what do what feels like would be recharging and not let that time just kind of slip away. Cause that's what would happen is I would have totally. that one hour oh my gosh. and it was disappointing. Um, and then the last one for myself was finding um, people and mentors to talk to regularly that speak life into me. And that includes who I follow yes. on Instagram, who I'm friends with on Facebook, but who I, who I call when I'm in the car or who I text and, Finding people that would speak truth, whether it was, you know, tough love or also just encouragement. Um, that is really, really important. So um, those were the four things that I had to implement for myself. And like I said, none of these were huge breakthrough systems, but together they kind of helped cut out the wasted time and a lot of the negativity and lies that was pervasive throughout. And I think what is actually powerful is the fact that you are cutting out the amount of decision making because you're like, oh, like, of course, an extra hour, I'll just know what I should do. And it's (laughs) like, yeah, kind of. But it actually, like, I found very, very helpful to know, you know, I, I struggle with anxiety. And so I I have a short list of five things that I know at least one of these things is bound to work to help me bring myself down. Um, And so I have that list written out. And so when I start to feel anxious, I can open it up on my phone, um, very easily accessible. And it's things like going and taking a bath or going to yoga or, you know, watching specific shows on um, Hulu or Netflix that are very happy-go-lucky, like Heart of Dixie, that like the worst thing that happens, yeah. somebody breaks a nail, like all of yeah. these things. And so I know that I can step out of it instead of being in the, in the anxious state for myself and being like, what do I do? Oh my gosh, I could do anything. What, what do I need to like, I don't know, do a bonfire in my backyard? Do I need to like yeah. float in a float tank? Like I have no idea. But instead, you know, you have those things as resources. I love that you also put people on there because that is huge. Yeah. Knowing the right person to call in that moment can make all the difference for the recharging that speak life into you. I think, I mean, it's, it's so, so powerful. So I love that you went into that stuff. Um, uh, so then what, what um, role was next? Uh, wife, mother, business owner. So, so for business, um, I found that I had to um, goal set 
obviously, but get really specific. I did a time inventory where I saw how many hours a week do I actually have to work? So we have two awesome different mother's aides that come that live really close to us that are amazing and they love my girls and they come to my house two mornings a week. They're there for six hours. And so between that and then a couple other little pockets that are blocked out, I work 18 hours a week and that's it. And I'm not going (laughs) to, yeah, yeah. But it's like, no matter how much business grows or whatever, it's like, these are the hours. So I'm not going to give it more hours. And if there's growth and I'm going to start pursuing this, then something has to be taken out of, you know, (laughs) this off this plate, I guess. Um, And so having clear attainable goals that could fit into that framework, knowing what has to happen again with such limited hours. Yep. I have to be very intentional about what has to happen. And there are a lot of good ideas, but I need to only do the great ones and not even just the great ones, but the things that are really, well, as the CEO, really building that strong foundation, very intentional for scalability and that, you know, keep pushing the business forward and keeping it from collapsing. So even the unfun stuff, like once a month, looking through the QuickBooks, little things like that. So having that must do um, list and then having, I'm a very heavy paper planner and post-it note kind of girl. So it's very important for me. I have like a hundred ideas all the time. So having just a place where I just list them out and I save them because I will forget them. And then I have the ability to come back and say, okay, these are all good. Let me put the date to them. So I can say, okay, for May, this is what I'm going to focus on. And then that, that transfers, it gets promoted onto my must do list. Cause it's like, oh, look, I have six weeks to do this. I need to do this. And it gives that hierarchy that I really need because it's limited time. I have to know what's most important for me to do first because I can get sucked into a hundred different little things that are all good. I mean, they're being active on social media is so important. You know, responding to emails is so important. Responding to bloggers mm-hmm. who reach out to us. These are all important, but they have a space. And if it's like, oh, Nicole, you have to redo all the labels for your soap that's due this day so that they can get sent out. Okay, that's going to take precedence over email. You know what I mean? So that was a huge thing, putting the date to bigger projects and then having for those big projects, because you can get lost in the day-to-day, has to get done. And for those bigger projects, having the outside accountability of masterminds. My husband and I, we talk about everything. We're opposite personalities. He does all the day-to-day work. Um, mm-hmm. His attention to detail is amazing. He's like, <laughs> I call him the closer. He, can, he keeps it going. Yes. And I love that. And so I'm kind of the opposite. So we, we talk about a lot of like the big range plans and all that. And then I, I am part of mastermind groups that um, I can say, Hey guys, look, this is really what I'm working on on my, you know, website. This is, I'm trying to get 40% growth in this area or whatever it is. And they can also that same idea of being able to speak life, speak truth, give encouragement, and then hold me to it. So for business, those, the goal setting, my must do list writing down ideas, putting dates to them, having accountability. Those were the little mini systems that helped make that business time really work with the number of hours I had. Totally. Um, yeah. I, I love your 18 hour work weeks. I think that I've, I've <laughs> recently switched over to three day work weeks and it, it's been really, really awesome. And with travel and stuff, it's kind of gotten off kilter a little bit, but I usually do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, but you know, I don't, mm-hmm. I give myself grace. And I think that's what is different about it is 
Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it would be ideal just to do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but I also like having the space to travel. So I'm not, you know, going to beat myself up if, you know, I take a, I take a Thursday off and work on Friday instead. It's like, okay, get over yourself, Jordan, you know? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I think I, I like that you also did the time on it. I think that people are like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And then never do it. Guys, this is really big. And I know I've mentioned this before. I don't know. Have you, did you use a uh, software? Or did you just do paper planner? Oh no, I legit just did it like paper style. <laughs> yeah, like, no, so. And I did a pie chart and I like counted my hours and then oh my gosh. I divided the tasks I had to do and I did a colored pie chart. So I was like, okay, well I, I should only be spending two hours a week on this because it's this level of priority. And it was oh, nice. very helpful. And I, I will say like that was more helpful for anything just to be aware as far as following that and sticking to it. That has had to be very flexible because like I wear so many hats. So it's like, and that's the cool thing about systems. It's so important to put them in place. At the end of the day, you are still in charge. The system isn't in charge. So you can say, hey, this needs to change. Let's try it. You know, and if it becomes a permanent thing, then you can rework the system and the freedom yeah. in that is beautiful yeah and so we've had to tweak <laughs> yes yes exactly so all right then what is next motherhood so for mothering motherhood that one was really important because at the end of the day being a mom and a wife is going to trump being a business owner and in many ways like that is my biggest role right now so yeah. knowing I, I think what helps the most with intentional motherhood is truly getting to know your kids, their strengths, their weaknesses. How, how do they feel love? Like their love language? What are the flags that you see? Not just, you know, if it, whether it's misbehavior or whether it's anxiety or whether it's excitement, whatever it is, being able to know them helps you be able to communicate effectively with them and I my all three of my girls are really different so it's really fun to be able to say okay for this girl like I want to make sure that I spend an hour with them today for this girl that might be doing like a big craft project and for another girl where you know where I help give ideas and I mean for another girl it might be just playing Barbies like for an hour and that or for 20 minutes like and that's the connection that they needed for that day and that fills their tank. That was one of the first things was really not just what do I want to do that makes me feel better as a mom? Like, oh, do I feel like I was a good mom if we, you know, did two read-alouds and one-on-one -on -one walk? That doesn't really matter how I feel about it. Like playing Barbies for 20 minutes really speaks to my child. That trumps, you know, what I think it should be. Yeah. Um, it's that whole love languages so thing. That, you know? that was good just to think about my kids that way. That way. Yes. Um, also intentionally looking for dead time that we spend together. Things like being in the car or running errands because like part of motherhood slash wife is also, you know, household. Like we still have to have, you know, groceries. We still go yep. places. We still go to the gym, things like that. Instead of it being like, Oh, we have to like trying, trying to have it fun. Even if it's something like, you know, you can wear your dress up clothes to the grocery store yeah, and we're going to have fun together. Like all mm. of a sudden something that was just like, Oh, like, Oh, okay. This is fun. And we're together. And also just, having open, open communication with my girls to where, you know, I say, Hey, I want to do something with you. What, you know, what, what do you guys want to do today? Letting them have one choice. And then also explaining, okay, this is what I'm going to be doing at this time. Could you help in this way? You know, we're so appreciative that you're part of our family. Like you're in this family on purpose. They're not 
like a drudgery. They're not another chore. They're not vacuuming my house. <laughs> like yeah. they are people. And I want to say that to them and to myself, like I enjoy you and you're part of this family. And that doesn't mean that every minute of every day is how do I need to entertain you? But you're part of this family and we're thankful for that. And with homeschooling, it's like, okay, what do I need to make sure happens? So we set goals for like, okay, well, we want to finish our reading, you know, book by this day. Okay, well, we need, okay, we're out of the house these days. So we need to make sure we get these lessons done. However, that looks like, and maybe it's sitting on the couch and me and um, my big girl and we're doing it. And maybe the baby's playing on the floor and the middle little girl is also sitting on my lap. Um, yeah. just because she needs attention. You're like, that's great. And that's the beauty of flexibility. Sometimes I'll go work and my middle daughter or my, my oldest who's doing school will do independent work. And, you know, we're proper ladies at the coffee shop and she knows I'm, <laughs> I'm responding to emails and she's, you know, doing phonics. And it's yep. so fun. And so being able to have them know that push comes to shove, like I am their mom, like I'm going to stop working if they need me, but also them knowing that like we do have these structures and that's a wonderful thing. So that those, I don't know, they're not as concrete as far as systems as as much as the other two, but I found it so helpful just to change the way I was thinking. Oh, absolutely. And I think that we, we think of just kind of like doing it all, being it all. But here's the thing, mm-hmm. like, you're not doing and being it all at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. it really is, you are like, you are all of these things, you are all of these roles, but you don't have to literally be a mom, wife, business owner and self caring all at the same time. Like that, right? I'll be psychopaths. So that's why it's really important to prioritize, like you said, mom and wife first, and then also understanding just like how your time is and all those dead times. People don't think about the dead times in your car. Like I'm yeah. always calling somebody, you know, yeah. <laughs> a family or a husband or anything like that. But I will call my girlfriends when I'm in the car because it's dead time. And I know that I want to make time to talk with them. And sometimes when I've got busy days at work, the, the only time that I have is in the car or late at night or stuff like that. So the, the dead times can really can really help you manage those different roles that you have as well. So, um, cause I think, you know, a role that I would add to yours for me is friend. Um, and mm-hmm. that's just because I, um, lean on my girlfriends a ton, a ton, a ton. Um, and they probably all think I'm just baddie as heck, but, um, <laughs> but they all love and support me and, you know, they, they want to know how, how they can support me through life, through work, through, faith, like all of those different areas. And so um, figuring out again, you know, how are you showing up as a friend or, you know, if you're a a part of an organization or a church, like how are you showing up for, for them? Like it's just thinking about all these different roles that you play Um, sister, you know, you have to call Mm -hmm. my my sister and I live together. Um, And so (laughs) how am I being a good sister? You know, if I'm out and about and I'm grabbing myself dinner, I'm going to text her and see if she wants dinner too. Like, all of these, these things and, and some of it is more automatic or is more habitual, but I think that it's important to work toward not perfection in each role, but work to just do the best that you can. And I actually just read, have you ever read the book, um, the four agreements? Mm -mm, No. Okay. So it's a really, it's quick book. So it's like a little tiny book. It's like little, you can literally set it in the palm of your hand. Like it's tiny, tiny square and it's 90 pages. But obviously if it's this tiny, there's like 10 lines on each. 
And um, one of the agreements is literally just like always do your best. And it's not about overdoing things. It's not about pushing yourself. It's like, hey, if your best is playing is, you know, your mom wants to talk for an hour, but you only have 10 minutes, do those 10 minutes and and give her your presence for those 10 minutes. And don't Mm -hmm. guilt yourself about those other 50 minutes that you have to go you know, deal with your broken washer, dishwasher, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. so I think it's so important to just do your best in the moment that you can. And every day is a new day. And if you messed up yesterday or you weren't the best business owner or mom or whatever yesterday, that's fine. Yeah. That was yesterday, you know, move toward the new day. So that's like totally my little soapbox on, on top of your soapbox. <laughs> I love it. And I mean, you're, you're totally, that is exactly the, the lesson and where I've kind of seen my step laid out right now. Like, yeah. this is my role today and I can embrace that. We are called to take the next steps that are in front of me. I know <laughs> the next thing I have to do as a mom, as a business owner, and that's, and that's what I do. And I don't have to worry about, oh, but I didn't do this or this or this or this. It's like, well, I, I did the good work that was for me today. And tomorrow I'll do tomorrow's good work. And it's not my job kind of have that huge big plan orchestrated. I do have to be a good steward of my time. So yep. developing strategies to, to try and do that best work has been really good because I do want to be a good steward of my time and realizing, like you were saying, relationships really, really matter. And I think in the entrepreneurial world, we are a lot of times all about that hustle and like, you know, get it in now, work hard now, work like no one else now so you can live like no one else later. Like, yes, and like re- relationships matter. And, and we don't actually have as much control as we think we do. You know, we do work hard. And then there's always more to do. So we have to know when we say, okay, well, I'm going to work hard at work and at business till this point. And yeah. then I'm just going to, you know, pick it Hello. up again tomorrow yep. or, or else you'll never, never stop and you'll just burn out and it's exhausting. And yeah, relationships really, really, really do matter. <laughs> Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think also a lot of the energy we put out there is like beating ourselves up. So if we literally just cut that out, mm-hmm. like we would be way more <laughs> have way more time to do other things. Like let's we're done with that. Like we're just gonna throw that in the trash. So totally, totally get it. So I'm going to wrap up with the last couple of questions, which um yeah. are not not that they're my audience's favorite, but they really enjoy getting to hear these. So mm-hmm. what was your best financial investment in business? My mother's age. They are hands down. They enabled me to have my work time scheduled. They give me those regular two mornings. They and I love they're intentional with my kids. They help pick up my house. They are amazing. And so when they're there, I'm out and I'm working hands down the best business investment. A girl, trust. I know. I would put my house cleaner on there. I was on calls yesterday. Oh, I was only on one call yesterday, which I normally don't do, but obviously I'm doing my podcast this week, so I can't. It is no time. And so, yeah. <laughs> uh, and my cleaning ladies came in and whatever else, and I was like, "See, this is what's awesome. Like, I'm on a work call right yeah. now, and somebody else is cleaning my house." So, yeah. thank goodness for people who come in and help you, so that you can again just play a, a different role in your life. So, then, what was your worst financial investment in business? I got this email from this what looks like this company telling me yeah, the story is already starting well, off really awesome. so he was just like hey we noticed these problems with your website would you like us to fix them we'll give you a free report and I was like um send me a free report of what you think is broken on my website 
And he did. And it was like a ton of pages. And I read every single one of them. I probably even printed it out and highlighted things because that's how I live my life. Um, and some of the things I could like, okay, I could fix this. I, could, I have no idea what this and this is. And then he just would email me again a week later. Have you had time to look at this? Have you thought about this? Like he was so persistent and it was already an insecurity for me. Like, Mm. oh, I'm not sure about metadata tags. Like that seems important. (laughs) And if I have those right, I'll probably like triple sales in a day. Right. And so (laughs) I finally was like, you know what? Like, and I talked him down, like he tried to give me this big package idea. And I was like, oh no, what about a one-time thing? And I, and I tried to make, you know, good choices. And I hired him. Although when I called him, so his website looked super cool and all this. And then I talked to him and I, like, after I talked to him, I was like, I'm not sure he was even in America and I'm giving him back end access to my website. Yeah. And I have no problem with contracting. Like I'm all about that life. Cool. But after like a week, I was like, Hey, what, what progress have you done today? It's like, Oh, well, my team's on this holiday. Like we'll be back in a week. And then I was like, okay. And I'm just kind of leaving that back door open. Like they have access to my website. And I just was getting more and more easy. And my husband was like, he's way more cautious than I am. And he was like, well, right. they could legit be putting everything in the code. We wouldn't know. What are we going to look for? We don't know the code. I was like, what's the code? What's happening? <laughs> so I basically got into this panic. And I like got up. It was probably like middle of the night. I jumped out of bed and I went and I changed the password to like the back end of our website because I was like panicking because I'm like what if they're putting in spyware I don't even know if you can put in spyware I don't, oh, I don't know clearly this is not my <laughs> <laughs> and then I abandoned the project and guess what this guy who emailed me and emailed me and emailed me to get the gig he sent me one email that was like my team couldn't log in let me know when you fix this it's been like six months and wow. I, I am going to email him back and be like yo give me some refund because I paid you money and I don't trust you, so I just want some of my money back. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. Seriously, though. Um, but that was my worst financial investment. <laughs> yep. So if you don't know yeah. them and it's a big deal, like, yeah. and after I actually went on and like researched some of it, I actually figured out how to do most of it myself. Mm-hmm. I just let my insecurities really talk me into it. And they were so persistent. I really gave mm-hmm. them quite the foothold. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love that you mentioned that because I feel like that is when you make their worst investments is when you yeah. let your insecurity, like if somebody yeah. knows what your insecurity is and they prod you enough, ooh, child, yeah. you'll be like spending money up the wazoo and then you're like, wait a second, what just happened? Like, why, oh my God. I, I cannot tell you like money? how many things I've bought like with, with the girls, like when they're infants and you're like nursing like every three hours, like how, how much money Amazon has made for me at like uh, midnight, 3.30 and 6, those feedings. Cause I'm like looking at a Pinterest pin and either A, oh my gosh, I could redo my house this way. So let me buy all the stuff or B like, oh my gosh, my arms, they look so chubby. These slimmers, they'll really work. Okay. Terrible choice like it's those so many. weakness and I did and I did it with my business like and it's fine it wasn't a huge deal right it yeah. happens to us <laughs> it does it happens to us all that's for sure so I have loved hearing all of your different practices and your different investments and stuff like that so where can people find you online give websites Facebook Instagram wherever you hang out socially so our website is www.theyellowbird.co on Instagram we're at theyellowbird.company and on Facebook we're the yellowbird company and we're on all those platforms 
because I personally maintain them. Direct message, email. Email is hello at theyellowbird.co. And I, I mean, I genuinely love engaging with people, whether it's business or if it's skincare or motherhood or homeschooling. And my, before I was a business owner, I was a teacher. So hence a lot of the school-like practices. So any of that, I mean, I, I love to chat all of the things. <laughs> all of the things. Perfect. Well, thank yes. you so much, Nicole, for being on the podcast. Oh, Jordan, thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited about this.